Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and I am joined in the studio today by Lawrence Conley and Ewan Boy Martin. It looks a wee bit different. We're in the bar. It's a dry bar though. Uh, we are drinking high calorie um, juice. No alcohol at the bar. But we're here for Celtic versus Hearts. We might have some champagne after the game, Lawrence Conley. Let's have a look at the Celtic team first of all um, and we'll have a look at any surprises uh, in that starting lineup, it starts as Joe Hart and Ghost, Tony Ralston at right back, Cameron Carter Vickers and Starfelt at the central area of defence with Taylor at left back. McGregor, Turnbull, and O'Reilly make up the three in the midfield with Jota, Maeda, and Kyogo. Now, this has been the big talking point all week. Lawrence, any big surprises for you? Back five picks itself. So in midfield, O'Reilly in for Rogic, not surprised. Turnbull for Hatati. 
thought, uh, I think you, you termed it as rested, I termed it as dropped, but whatever it is, it's happened. And, and Turnbull, he was an Ange favourite, played every minute until he was injured. Yep. I suppose up front uh, was who was going to play, Keogh or, or Yarko Marcus. Mm. Both of them get much needed minutes come back for injury. And I think both of them are going to see game time again. So no surprises there for me anyway. You know, Hatati needed dropped. He's been, been off it. I really for logic. I thought that was a move. And as I said, the back five picks itself. So Now, Lawrence seems to be ruthless today, Ewan. I mean, Hatati's been dropped. I said last night when I was talking to Colin that we should rest him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know he's not the youngest, but Alan Morrison was talking about the fact that he's not played a great deal of football prior to coming to Celtic. If you look at him, I think he's 24. He's only played 77 games. Is Hatati 24? Hatati, aye. I thought he'd be younger than that. Younger. No? Well, the thing is, <coughs> if you look at the games he's played, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of his development, he's at a, quite an early stage of that. He's only played 77 games. Right. So he's come not to well. Celtic. He's not had the break, we all know, and I just think he looks tired. And I think that's the reason... Uh, the big fella's dropping him. I'm resting him. What's your take on it? I'd, I'd say resting because, I mean, he has been off it definitely for the last maybe five, six games. You know, and I mean, you've got a player, he's given a ball away too much for me. Mm. His passing's just not there. And even his running about, he's kicking like a headless chicken. You know, I mean, the last few games, he's not doing anything with any purpose. So, yeah, definitely it's, it's the right time to get him out. As you say, well, rest him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turnbull, can't does Turnbull have the legs but to cover the ground? I know. That's my wee worry about yeah. today's mid- midfield. You know, uh, McGregor will, will, will do that all day long. O'Reilly's big and strong, so he's good. I mean, he'll p- p- pass it around. Uh, Turnbull, we'll see. Hopefully, he has, he has a great game. We were talking about it last night on the Friday night show with, with Colin Watt. And that team that's been listed there, all but Kyogo, is what I predicted. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 11 is not bad, right? Not bad. But is as the big fella says, as Lauren says, your, your back five picks itself yeah. at this moment in time. You go into the midfield, McGregor, he's a, he's a cert. I think Jota and Maeda are certs at this moment in time. So the big question mark was about, right, who plays alongside <laughs> McGregor? Who plays as, as a number 10 and who's leading the line? And I had said uh, Yakimakis, but, you know, it's a flip of a coin for me. Either or, and I'm happy. I, th- I think what it is, it's uh, Ange likes the interchange, mm. pace, the movement of those three. With big Yakamakis, he's a great big solid guy to have, have up there, rough it up. But I think the movement, the understanding, especially between I think Yota and uh, Kyo, they're very good. You know, mm-hmm. they, they kind of know each other's runs. And Maeda's great energy running about with them three playing around, going in circles, chase hearts all around the place. I think that's why, and hopefully, it'll work. Well See, today. if you look at that as a 90 minute team, though, yeah, back five picks itself, McGregor picks itself six, the other five. I'd expect to see them getting changed during the game anyway. Mm-hmm. So whether they've got the legs for 90 minutes or not, Ange likes to use his subs. I'd expect to see all five of them changed at some point. Yeah, I would expect that as well. Let us know what you think about the uh, the setup here. We're, we're coming out direct from a state of mind bar. There is a fridge there. We might have some refreshments after the game, depending on the result. Uh, because I said during the week, Lawrence, that... Um, the result on Sunday just delayed the title party for a week. Do you agree with that? Is that disrespectful to the opposition today? No, I mean, I, I think when uh, we humiliated, Rangers have taken off a points to them. So today, expecting us to get, get three points, it's it's all but done then. One more point does it, you know, but with a goal difference, we've got three points. You, we're home and hosed. Yeah. It's just taking off games now. Uh, what about yourself, you? And I said to you um, when you came in today, one of the games we covered, quite a tight game on one of your first appearances on the show, but you've relaxed into 
appearing. Is that uh, partly due to the fact that we're playing well as well? So the nerves aren't as, as bad as they were in the early appearances on Axon? Ah, well, first couple of times you go live, it's, uh, I, you do feel a bit nervous. Uh, but as for the team, I think, uh, again, this is so close to the end. Yeah. Nerves do come in. Uh, I mean, last, game, last week's game against Rangers was a strange one. Because mm. at the end, I was really frustrated, disappointed. But then the sense of the relief, because we could have, you know, lost that game, even though we chances to really win by two, three. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a really strange feeling after that game last week. But then again, it goes back to the big picture. We're still six points clear. Mm-hmm. We've got three games to go, and technically, well, not officially, but if we win today, that's it. Yeah. Champions, you know. No, there's no arguments. Um, when, when we look back on that game, there's been loads said, and all week I've been commenting that, yeah, Rangers finished strongly, but let's not forget Celtic were still creating chances 50, 55 minutes into the game, mm-hmm. and we had the best chances of the first hour. Yeah. We make the, the change, and I thought that the, the substitutions were right, and I think they were at the right time. Hatati in the second half even, 50 minutes into the game, like you said, you know, he's, not, he's not finding the space and, and his passes were slack. So it was the right time to take him off and make the change. But it was that goal. And it was the same at Hamden, the goal. It, it was a real sucker punch and it completely rattled us. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking and trying to theorise as to why that happened. Because, I mean, you've got Joe Hart and goals. He's no short of experience. Um, Starfelt and Carter Vickers have been playing together all season. They shouldn't let that give them the jitters, but it seemed to. You know, and then you've got your, your two fullbacks who, um, I, I mean, they've been so reliable this season. I know that Lawrence is a big fan. Taylor Am is a bigger fan of Ralston. Um, and I just, I was a bit concerned that, you know, two games running against Rangers, we seemed rattled after they scored yeah. the goal. We should be able to just deal with that, soak it up, and, and then go on and, and get the winner. Listen, last week, they were all right in the first five minutes, actually. They could have first ten, scored. First ten minutes. Aye. Yeah. Was it Ken? Should have, should have done better. Up to six, up to they scored. We were bossing the game, but you've got to remember it was a Phil Yakimakis that leads yeah. to their goal that the ref doesn't blow for. We get a bit jittery, but it's also when you've got Yota and Abado on the park, they, neither of them give you much defensively. So the Rangers were, you, mm. you would expect them to be better in attack, and they were thrown in. Remember, that's a must win game for them. And if you don't win a must win game, but definition that should be seen, seen as failure for them. You're but right about the defensive seems... elements, though. Jota huh? isn't great defensively, a badder. But then you look at Maeda, I think he gives us oh, tremendous cover yeah, and energy as well. Uh, what's your thoughts on O'Reilly in that uh, in that respect, then, in terms of his defensive play? He, he gives you more than Roger defensively. He, mm. He's a big bit of a boy, isn't he? He covers the ground, uh, looks decent in the air. You know, we're not the t- tallest defensively, both centre halves are six foot. A fullbacks at uh, what's the Ralston five ten. I think Taylor's got to be what five eight five nine. So we're not the tallest defensively. So we do lack a bit of physicality. Our holding midfielders, Cal Mark, as brilliant as at that position, you wouldn't say he was a physical player. You know, he's not like you may say beat on a McCarthy in that position. We yeah. physical, but not calm. So we maybe do lack a bit of physicality. And maybe that's where Angel looked to in the summer. I like what he's saying. You know, no squ- squad fillers, no projects. Yeah. First first teamers. Teamers. Yeah, I totally and get that. We counted it down. You know, Julian should be moved on, Bali, yeah. Sorrow, Ayeti, Barca. That's five five. And there's a question mark about a few others. Yep. Huh? You've totally. got to ask about Mikey Johnson. You've got to ask about Dembele. I mean, players that are coming in the last year of the contract, and let's talk about them as well. Um, I, I had a look at the squad. I might have missed a few. I know Dembele's going into the last year. So's Beaton, Forrest. Is Dembele not up Rogic. at the end of the season? 
Rocket, is he at the end of the season? I, I, I think, think season, finished. he'll be gone then. Ah, he'll be gone. gone. I, I, I think, mean, that would have been tied up by now. I, I, I would have, have been. Um, Rogic, Beaton, Forrest. Right, so what do we do with these three guys? Because I've been, again, this season, talking about what they bring in, in, their, in terms of their experience mm-hmm. to, this, to this team. It's a new team. It's just been assembled. And I think you need to have that nucleus who have been at Celtic for 10 plus years. And all those three players, surprisingly, I mean, beat on nine years. Rogic is in his 10th. Mm-hmm. Forrest is in his 13th season. All and I, a testimonial. Yeah, you're right. And I, I just think that it would be wrong to move these players on. I, I would be keeping all three of those players. What's your thoughts? Well, I'd keep and, and Julian as well. I wouldn't keep Julian being out for too long. The only players I've seen come back with kind of that kind of layoff, Danny McGrain and Henry Larson. And he, let's be honest, he's no a Henry Larson. That's a good point. And if he's not a level of Henry Larson, certainly not Danny's level. Mm. You know, so Julian for me, I mean, I, I, I said we used to be moving him out on one at Christmas, and that because he wouldn't play for us, or we'd get minimum for him. We used to get him. Out you know what's interesting, Lauren? Sorry to interject. Right? You said that, and and people scoffed at you. Aye. What's this man talking about? Loaning <laughs> out Julian. Since then, he's no played. 15 minutes. 15 minutes aye. against Wraith Rovers. So, aye, so he used to be moved. Because we need, we can't offer him a contract. You don't know what level he's at. So what do we do? Give him a pre-season and give him a Christmas when he's free to sign the MDLs. Mm. I, I, I think he needs to move on. Uh, but, you know, do three have a, a year left on a contract? Jamesy, he's, he's getting more pro- injury prone. I'd, I'd like to see out his year. Let James say it's out his year. Maybe they three of them. Because we beat on it. I like Big Nier, but we've got Scott Robertson coming back. So he always done well when he played. He's been good good reviews down south. You've got McCarthy there on a four-year contract. Mm. So how many defensive midfielders are we going to need? And what so, about Tommy Rogic? What's your thoughts on Tommy? Oh, Tommy. Uh, he's just got that bit of magic. Uh, would they offer him another contract? Ah, probably not. I think that's another one I would just let let see how it's time. Would you? You know, you know, you've got them all three for another year. What, what age are they going to play them to? You know, are they just going to be blocking the development of other players? If that, I'm just buying five first teamers. Whose positions are they going to be taking? Well, you know? I've got a different take on it, but I'm going to ask yourself first, Ian. Right. So let, let's look at the guys like Julien. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not worked out the way we thought it would this season. Um, I think that, and I'm not going to, I'm by no means calling Carter Vickers a panic buy, right? But he was brought in on the last day of the transfer window because I think we had the heads up that Julien's progress wasn't what it should have been or what we expected it to be. He's been drafted in. That's partly, the, I, I think, the reason Starfield's been playing on the left-hand side, which, which isn't his preferred side. Um, but it's worked out, and it's worked out well. Hopefully we can keep Carter Vickers. So you've got Julien, you've got Beaton, James De Forrest and Tommy Rogic, what do you do with those, those four players? Well, I think we've got to look at the fact as well, this is Ange's first season and the job he's done has been remarkable. I mean, to, to be where we were, to where we are now, it's fantastic. And, and But we need players who are given to the team. And out of those players you said, who's given and who's not given? Julian's done. I mean, that game when he was, was at Rafe Rovers, mm. 15 minutes, yeah. I, there's a bit when the ball went by him and he turned to run after it and he was so slow. I just thought, he's got, he's got no pace. Mm-hmm. And an Ange team, you need pace, you need, yeah. you need movement. Yeah. And I think Ange has seen this. This big guy can't move. You know, isn't like the way he wants to play. It's a so, shame because remember in terms of the passing, the range of passing mm-hmm. that he had, yeah. I thought he would have fitted in, but you're right, if he uh, doesn't have that tempo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Julian's a goner. Uh, James e. For- I, I, I'm a big James e. Forrest fan, mm. but... His position, his track record over the last two years with injuries, 
is he worth a new contract? I, th- I think we've got to free up the wage bill. I think if we want to get new and better players in, it's sad to say, I think James' time's maybe come and gone at Celtic. Uh, Tommy Rogic, love Big Tom. Uh, so for me, definitely there mm. because he's just got that magic. And I, I, th- I still think he's got two or three years yeah. top left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a big Beaton fan. Uh, I think when he plays central midfield, uh, he's very reliable. He's, he's popular in the, in the dressing room. I think he's a good character to have around, and I think he deserves another wee extension to his deal. Well, yeah. my take on this is I agree you can't have any anyone who's not contributing to the squad. Mm-hmm. So I would be focusing on the likes of Julian and Bolingoli, Ajeti, Barkas. There's others. There's I'm sorry, but I think uh, James McCarthy has been the biggest waste of space signing. And it's nothing against James McCarthy, but but always at the end of the season. He's, so he's, he's, probably, he's, probably, yeah. he's, he's earned good money, I'd, I'd imagine. Mm. And he's sitting doing nothing. And he's done that. He's given very, very little. And I'm just going to bring in maybe, I reckon bringing 45 top. I mean, there's no point signing players in the summer as squad players. No. If we want to take that step up in Europe and compete in Europe, we need a better standard of player. So, example, left back. As good as uh, Greg Taylor's been domestically, but for that European step up, we need a better quality left back mm. uh, so, so you'd be happy with Taylor as your as your Ralston as your yes, backup exactly yeah. I mean uh, Juranovic is brilliant uh, right back and so we, we need another left back mm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still thinking about the centre half left-sided player maybe maybe need another one, one of them but uh, McCarthy to me in that midfield there's too many options already and I'm sure Ange will want to maybe bring in someone else of a higher calibre what do you think? Leave a comment in the comment section and uh, we will try and run through as many of them as possible. Paddy Lavery, first up. Morning, Paul Lawrence and Ewan. Uh, and a morning to you as well. Hopefully you're enjoying the sunshine uh, where you are, or is it the rain? And I'm still <laughs> going to read these. My eyesight is terrible. So, uh, you know, I, I might have to lean a bit forward. If we were any good at corners and free kicks, and particularly corners, Starfelt would already have scored two or three goals by now, says Frank Brennan. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. I think he's been unlucky a few times, and he's actually assisted Carter Vickers a few times oh, yeah. as well. He seems to be getting the knockdowns, doesn't he? Yeah. Three corners and free kicks, and, and somebody else is feeding off. He's probably knockdowns. one of the most aggressive guys attacking corner kicks. He's just not had that bit of luck to put it in it yet. Where are we with Starfelt? He's a player that came in, and to be honest, he was thrown into the side, right? He got a bit of criticism, even as uh, recently as the League Cup final, he's getting criticism. Totally settled down now, though, eh? I think I think uh, the thing with Sarfell is he's brilliant when it comes to defending. I think that's where's the strong point. I mean, it's daft saying that because he's, he's a defender. But for me, the Ange system of playing it from the back is in Europe especially. We need players who are comfortable with the ball at their feet. They're getting pressed and are relaxed. Uh, I think sometimes Starfield can be a bit panicky. Mm-hmm. He can make mistakes. I mean, as I say, defending-wise, I, I actually think Starfield's done really well this year. Uh, and he's grown and grown into the role. But again, I'm looking at the big picture. I'm looking at becoming a better team for Europe. 
We'll come to Europe. Definitely come to Europe. I mean, that top you're wearing um, leads us to European discussion as well, Ewan. But you're right. If, if you want, you know, Starfield can quite comfortably play domestically. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It looks as though he's challenged when we're playing Rangers. There's been a couple of occasions like that. And every now and again, he's looked a bit spooked. I think against Hibs in the, in the cup final, he was kind of spooked. Mm-hmm. But uh, domestically, I've got no qualms about him. It's the same with uh, like Taylor, Ralston. Mm-hmm. Welsh. Yeah, for, the, for Scotland, fantastic. But that's been our problem. We, we've been thinking, right, if we were be good enough for Scotland, and that's it, Europe's a bonus. We've got to think bigger than that, you know, and, and this is the change, which Ange, I'm sure, is going to do. Yeah, I, I think so. It's a great discussion point. I, I think staff, you know, he's played that position. He's a right-hand centre-half. Mm. When he struggled in the cup final, Taylor was to his left, who was just coming back from injury. And round about that period, it was either Taylor or Scales. Mm. That was playing, so I thought Taylor was got his distances wrong, was too far away from Starfield, was leaving Starfield isolated. So I think maybe that's why he's struggled cup, cup final. But I think he does well for a guy that's playing in that position. You know, he's part of the best defence in Scotland. You know, but Aye. I think I'd agree. I'd be looking for a left footed centre half. And I, think I, I mean, left footed as in he plays the ball with his left foot, not yeah. kicks with his left foot. Where, where does it leave us with uh, Liam Scales then? Is he not part of the plans? I don't think he is. Well, Scales. You know, there's rumours he can play left-hand side, centre-half. Mm. Listen, he seems decent delivery, doesn't he? can have a set-piece, but... The fact that he's not even making the squad... <laughs> this is the thing, he's not even on the bench. Because no. at the moment, it's uh, Bain, Beaton, Yakamakis, Abada, McCarthy, Rogic, Hatati, Forrest and Welsh. And by the way, I've done that particularly well because the writing's tiny on the screen. So, yeah, he's not making the, the bench. Neither is the likes of Sorrell and Julian. These guys, for me... They're the, the ones I would focus on. Mm-hmm. Get them off the wage bill. And I'm looking at uh, the likes of Julien, £7 million acquisition. Bolingoli, I think, £3.5 million. Ayeti, £5 million. Barkas, £5 million. Sorrow, £2.5 to £3 million. Quid. What are you getting for these guys? You're getting nominal Pennies. fees. You're really? getting you know three quarters of a million quid. Eight hundred grand uh, Undisclosed fees, because we don't want to admit that we've made a massive, massive loss. Yeah. But I think that's what you take and you get them out the door. Got All of these guys. Yep. And and to be honest with you, I think McCarthy's in that category. There's a question mark over McCarthy. And I, I've been a big champion of him all season. But we're now uh, the third last game of the season and he's, he's still not done it, like you say. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to move on. We've got to have to free up the wage bill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If we want to bring in the higher car, because that's the big talking point about Jota and uh, Carter Vickers. They're wanting pretty hefty wages to sign, definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah. Is, is that going to upset the, you know, the whole thing? Uh, but we've got so many players just sitting about. Give them the wages, you. They've proved that they're due the wages, you know. That's, Give that's, them that's, that. that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. If we can clear eight to ten players, bin them, get them off the wage bill and have three, three or four players of genuine quality rather than spreading that wage over ten, mm. you know, very basic, mediocre players. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think if we want to think, aim big, think big. And we'll uh, be big. Yeah, I agree with that. And we'll talk about uh, Europe as well. The Hearts team, Gordon, Kingsley, Herring, Boyce, Atkinson, Moore, Cochrane, Mackay, Sims, Sibic, and Ginelli. I rate Ginelli. I think he's a, a decent player. We need to look out for him. Uh, Gordon, obviously, has had one of the seasons of his life as well. It's a decent enough team in decent form. Um, and I'm not being disrespectful when I say that, you know, we're just uh, delaying the title party for seven days because I think Celtic are... The, the best team in Scotland and we should get a win today what's your prediction Lawrence? I'm going to say 6-2 today mate oh 6-2 nice like it oh, wow like it uh, Ewan? I have, I'm going for 4-1 uh, 
as long as they didn't go chew up. Right, <laughs> Jungle Lion looks like my shed. We are going to do an Axon Live in Jungle Lion's shed. Someday oh, we're going to go oh, to Ireland and do that. If we can go to the Brazen Shed out in Australia, Gordon <laughs> Conlon's place. <laughs> Talking to Australia. Uh, Jim Ferry's tuning in uh, and listening in from Western Australia. Come on, you boys in green. Great show. Filling, sorry, since podcast days. Love, all right, so you've been interested since the podcast day. Love the content and all those involved. Enjoy this game. Thank you very much, Jim. And we're actually going to be doing an Australian broadcast so you don't have to get out of your bed too early in the future at some point when we maybe wrap up the league t- uh, title, we'll do that. Um, and here's another point coming up from Brown Warrior. I think Turnbull is... I need a magnifying glass. Anybody got one? <laughs> I think Turnbull is perfect for today's game. Uh, keep McGregor in the deep role, pulling the strings and setting the tempo. Yeah, I mean, Turnbull's an eight. He's never a, He's never going to do that work here, McGregor. And, and, and to be honest with you, and this is an argument I've, I've heard quite a bit, um, domestically, how often do we need a holding midfield player? No. Really? Not really. Ah, you may not need it, but I suppose it's, it's getting used to playing a style, isn't it? In a way as well. If you if you don't play them, but then you move to Europe and all of a sudden you're playing one, mm. you're asking the team to do something different. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm just looking and going, well, I don't want to change it too much. Let's be honest, when McGregor's a holding player, he can push forward. He does. You, 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 know, you know what I mean? He, he, I think he's our best six and our best eight. So I, Callum can push forward. And play attacking. I think maybe never playing with one in, in Scotland. I think we're maybe, but then you're changing for Europe. Yeah, I, th- I think today we've got to be a bit of caution as well because every time we've played Hearts this season, they've all, I think it's been one goal in it every, every time. So we're hoping for a free flowing, you know, scoring. Rip game. roaring. Rip roaring. Never boring. The thing is, yep. Raymond Dog comes in, he's he's happy. Uh, Raymond's happy with a win today. Any kind of one. Brown Warrior would, yeah, yeah. would take a 1-0. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Jerry Coyle went 6-0. So we've got two ends of the scale here. Uh, I think I predicted yesterday 4-0 with a, yeah, yeah. with a hat-trick. Who, whose hat-trick was it? Uh, Gio Marcus, was it? It was. And he's on the bench. <laughs> um, from the bench. A hat-trick. And, and Starfelt was going to open his account as well because I've been saying that all season as well. I think Yogo will score two today. Kyogo? Yeah, I think he'll get two. Pat, Terence Pat, Forrest, best role now is a bit part squad member. I don't disagree with that, but I think going against a wee bit what you're saying, Lawrence, bringing in first-team players, Forrest could be a first-team player but not play every week. I don't expect him to be playing 40 or 50 games a season now, but I think it's important to have players like that in the squad so that if you're going to have another influx of six new players who don't know what Celtic are about, him, you know... Tom Rogic is in that category, Beaton, McGregor. These guys, for me, I think that kind of experience is pivotal. Well, Forrest, Beaton and um, Rogic, you know, you're definitely going to be here for another year. I won't sell any this season, but Forrest, I don't think I'd give another contract to. I'd say, you know what, another, another year out of you, he'll, have been, he'll be 32 by that time, but his contract comes to the end, been with us 14 years, mm. you do a testimonial, and you know, it's a free transfer then. You know, those players that come in in this close season coming, should then be settled. How many times has Forrest been written off, though? Off, listen, I think and he's, he's come been back off since he was 17. And he's you come know, back. Yeah. He scored against Mother with his debut, didn't he? 4 0, scored in at Celtic. I think we'll, second half. we'll find out uh, pre season, next season, <clears throat> uh, what kind of shape he's in. And at the end of the day, Ange, Ange will know, and uh, as we all say, and Ange we trust. So, yeah, we do. You know, we so. absolutely do. But you're bringing up the pre season, and I, I've seen this during the week, um, and I, I found it really interesting. Anthony Joseph uh, mentioned that. It's the longest period of time Celtic have had as a pre-season uh, since 2000, I think. 18 or something. It's incredible, right? Um, so you've got players like Forrest who needs that rest, who's never really had that. Proper, yeah. 
Um, so I think it is going to be interesting to see how they react to an Ange, full Ange pre-season. Also, we're preparing, um, I hope, barring disaster for the Champions League games without qualifiers. And that takes me to the next subject. Now, this is a Celtic state of mind, but you're wearing the European jersey um, with the captain's armband on it. We were the first British club to win the European Cup. Number seven in the van. Number seven. <laughs> on that team. Yes. And I keep saying this, it wasn't a flash in the pan. Celtic were there or thereabouts for a period of time, for about a decade. Mm. You know, we were, we were actually getting to the latter stages in European competition. Um, things have changed, of course, as the game's changed. But I was never happy when Ian Bankier came out and oh. wrote off Europe. It's too hard. We can't compete with teams like this. And this week, regardless of your thoughts on who it is that's in the final, this week has proven a Scottish club can get into a European final. Yeah. So there's no longer an excuse for Ian Bankier or anybody yeah. else at Celtic to tell us otherwise. Agreed? I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. It was painful when he when got to that final. But you're right. And the thing is, it's, it's not just been a flash one, one season luck. Mm. Over the last two two seasons, three seasons, they've been building up in Europe. Mm-hmm. Getting so they've building a team. It's like hopefully what Ange can do for us yeah. is like you've got to build it. Start. We're, we're still in year one. Think about it. It's actually amazing we've managed to overtake a strong uh, Rangers team. So this is year one. Just wait till year two, year three. Mm-hmm. If the board back Ange, I really think now we could see a European progress and do something for a change I mean it's been what how long since uh, 19 years ago since we had a really good mark in you oh, or I know there's been a couple of Champions League runs here yeah. and there but we've not grown as a team as we were saying before we always sell our best players in the summer mm-hmm. wait till the qualifiers before we even try and build a team for the next year yeah and yeah. we're just keeping making the same, same mistake over and over Absolutely. again so we can't grow yeah so so this time Ange will make that change and yeah big shout out to Paul Bosas who uh, I think is based in France but he comments a lot on the Facebook group and he was talking about the fact that as a fan base over time we start to accept mediocrity in Europe mm. and every so often right we beat Barcelona in 2012 we beat Lazio home and away no, that one off and, and you get that we that we boost but it's not good enough no you're looking back to striking aren't you Two last sixteens, mm-hmm. we, we could have built on it. Maybe that's why we've got kind of stacking and a lull in the building now. You know, whether you agree with lull's the right appointment or how went about, you know, how wide the net was cast. It's coming from Man City. You know, the last City Group employee retain has been pretty good. I think I, hopefully yeah. this one's got a kind of similar level of success. We've got them in early enough to do whatever he wants to do in the transfers. We we'll wait and see. I think take away the surname. Look at this credentials yeah. I think he's, we've got a good person there and uh, Ange wants him or Ange backs him he's worked with him I think it's a, it's a win-win I will be um, I, I'll be interested to see the reaction when the next Lowell appointment happens at Celtic and uh, that who, who that will be and what position they will have I think there might be a slight meltdown at that point but uh, when it comes to Mark I, I just Again, you look at his credentials. Mm-hmm. Um, you also look at the the point made by Ange. You look at what he said about it. And like you say, we're at that stage now where we know Ange Postacoglu well enough to trust him. Totally. So we, we actually trust what he's saying here. I don't think that he's a stooge that's been stood up and uh, it's contrived and here's some quotes and this is the message. It's not an agenda yeah. because I just don't think he would he would play that game. You know. So European football, Lawrence, what's your expectations next season? Got to be last 16. Last 16 minimum. 
I like that confidence. That's good. You That's and what about yourself? Uh, well, winning the league, touch wood, uh, into the group stage. When you look at the groups and the teams are in there, pretty stellar. Yeah. Uh, for first season, first crack at it, I would realistically think finish third. I mean, don't be wrong, if we finish second, get, get to the knockout stage, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. think we'll be ready in, for this year. I think it's going to be year three under Ange when we're really ready to have a right go at beating the top teams. But then again, football's a funny old game. And uh, if, if a team from across the air can get to a final, and why, why can't we get second place in the Champions League group stage and get to the knockout stage next year? The big thing for you know, me... I'm up for it. No, absolutely. I'll be up for that. Um I've always said, though, that we seem to break the team up before they're fully fledged, mm-hmm. before they're fully developed. Um, and we, we don't seem to keep them together for, I think, that run in three or four years that yeah. you were talking about before without selling a top player or losing the manager. And I, I said earlier on this season, wouldn't it be great if we could actually see Ange Postacoglu and Angie's team developing over a period of four or five years? Because at that point, I'm not going to count my chickens and get um, ahead of myself next season in Europe. I think we're still learning. I think we've learned a lot this season from the amount of games we played in that stage. And we'll take that in next, the next campaign. We'll get a better campaign next year. But in terms of where our progression lies, I think it all depends on keeping the core of this team and keeping Ange Postecoglou at Celtic. And if we can do that over a period of four or five years, then I think we can make I it. I think we'll definitely keep Ange. We have to keep Ange for the next four or five years so he can build what he wants to build. I mean, look at Liverpool, uh, Jurgen Klopp. He came in there, bad start, mm. but they've grown and they're growing and they're getting better and better. Yeah. You know, and I think, I actually watched them a, a, a few weeks ago and th- their style of play is very similar, I think, to how we play. Yeah. Or or, 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 or what you play, try sure. to play. Sure, You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for Ange doing something good. We're all very positive here in the yeah. State of Mind studio at the bar. Always uh, positive. Drinking high-energy drinks. Jared's told us, isn't it? It's year two onwards. He did. That's when it's exciting. He told that, us that early that doors. the heights. He also said that we'd be winning games 5-4. Um, I'll take a 5-4 win today. Uh, I've got to thank everybody for getting involved. We've done it a wee bit differently today, but obviously the game's kicked off, so let's go and watch the action. Thank you to you and Martin and also Lawrence Conley for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind, and we'll see you at halftime. Bill Hill. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. 
Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.